Hello and welcome to the Gaylord College of Journalism and Mass Communication video tutorial series InDesign CS4 Essentials. In these 10 tutorials you will learn enough basic InDesign skills to put you on the path towards successfully creating any project you might work on in InDesign. If you've never used InDesign before I encourage you to watch these tutorials on a computer that has InDesign installed so you can have the application open and can follow along. So let's get started. First thing that we need to do to work with InDesign is we need to open InDesign and what we can do is if you're working in the labs you need to find this InDesign icon in the dock. It's the one that's with the ID so we'll go ahead and open that. <clears throat> and when InDesign first opens it's going to give you this welcome screen and in this welcome screen it's going to have open recent items where if you're working in the lab you probably won't have any items in there but if you're working at home on your own version of InDesign you, this will be packed with stuff you can have a create a new documents so document book library has some things in the community section was beyond the scope of these tutorials and we have some other buttons there how to get started news features and new features and resources uh, one thing to do after you become a regular InDesign user, especially I think in the labs, uh, you're going to get this welcome screen every time. However, if you're working on this at home, you can just select this Don't Show Again, and it won't show you that uh, welcome screen anymore once you close that window. So if we're in this situation, and uh, so I'm going to go ahead and open the welcome screen again. Although I usually don't use the welcome screen in tutorials to open new documents. So what we're going to do here is that we're just going to go to File New and we're going to quickly open a new document and then we're going to explain the workspace of InDesign. So I'm just going to open a new document. I'm not going to explain, just press OK. And so we have our document window and it opened up an 8.5 by 11 document, one page. So now we've got InDesign open and we have a document open. Let's talk about the workspace. <clears throat> As you can see, what we first opened was the document window when we created a document. And it gives us the rulers along the top and then along the side. Uh, down here it tells us what page we're on. and this also takes us into the pages palette which we'll talk about in a later tutorial so this is basically your document this is the area where you work on the page this is considered the pasteboard over here we have the tool panel and in the tool panel we have all the tools that we'll work with when we're working in InDesign we have the selection tool which we'll use very often the direct selection tool the pen tool, the type tool, the pencil tool, the lines tool, the rectangle frame tool, the rectangle tool, and so on and so forth. Now as I go, instead of going through all these tools, I want to show you that if you just hover your cursor over any of these buttons for a period of time, you'll get the tooltip uh, box will pop open and tell you uh, what that button is. <clears throat> also a thing to note is that you'll see down here when you have these little tiny black corners here in these buttons that indicates that there's more options <coughs> underneath those buttons so if you just click down on the mouse 
you'll get a little flyout menu that will open. This black square indicates that you've already have you have the direct selection tool selected. So if you want to select the position tool, you just select that position tool and you see now the position tool is showing in that button. And if you want to turn it back, just hold the button down again and go back to the direct selection tool. So whenever you see these black tearaway <coughs> corners in these buttons, that's indicating that there's more options uh, below that visible button. So uh, here at the bottom we have the, well, I don't, I'm not sure what it's, there it is, swap the fill and the stroke. This toggles the color or the value that you have applied to your stroke and your fills. We'll talk about that in a later tutorial. Uh, we have do a, to apply color. So if I pull this to the front, we'll talk about this when we start working with color. This is a showing what view of the pasteboard. If you hold that down, we're in normal view right now. We can look at preview mood mode. I'll show you how to use that with the hotkey in a later tutorial. We can see the bleeds. Because we don't have any bleed set, we can't see any, and the same for the slug. So let's go back to normal view. You'll probably work with normal and preview view, but again, I'll show you a hotkey that will keep you from having to use that button. Over here, we have our <coughs> our panels uh, palette, and in here we have different uh, palettes or panels that we'll use as we work with our InDesign. For instance, here is our pages palette and we open this up and we have our pages palette and this shows us what page we're on and this has to do with working with big documents and then we have our links this has to do with you link images or text files strokes and it just gives us these different attributes that we can apply to objects that we have in our document colors swatches now before I get too far into this, this is just different menus or panels or palettes that you can open up and work with. To collapse these, you just select that. Either you select another one and it'll collapse it. You have tabs in some of these panels or palettes so you can switch back and forth. There's another menu that can be found inside there and I'll show you how to use these individually as we show you uh, some of the basic or essential things that you'll use to work with Photoshop, but Photoshop InDesign. Just collapse to collapse the panels. We'll select that button there. Uh, this is something new in CS4. Is this workspace switcher? <clears throat> so depending on how what you're working on or how you set maybe up your own workspaces, you can switch around and change the look of what appears here and how your workspace is set up. If you click on Advanced, this is one that's pretty similar to CS3 with the exception of this application uh, panel that they now have up here. You can turn that off, but I won't uh, go over that in this tutorial. Uh, you have the essentials, which is the default, and then you have sp specialized ones. Uh, for There's one called getting started. Uh, there's one for interactivity. And what it does, it creates the panels that are related to creating uh, HTML pages or working with XML files. We have printing and proofing. And these are all presets. Typography, which will give you a bunch that you'll use when you're working with designs that have a lot of copy. <coughs> so this is the workspace switcher. So we'll just go back to essentials. And so we've covered the work, 
the document window, the tool panel, the palette panel. Here is the control panel and it's a contextual panel. So depending on what items we have selected, that's the information that we're going to get in our control panel. So for instance, right now we're using the type tool. So we're going to see uh, parameters or attributes that we can change to the type tool and the type object. So for instance, if I was just to quickly type in that box, <clears throat> since I have the type tool selected, I can quickly, and I have the paragraph formatting controls visual, I can center align that. However, if I had the selection tool selected and I had grabbed that object, I won't see any uh, parameters that I can manipulate for this text box in the control panel because I don't have the type tool selected, I have the selection tool selected. But it gives me uh, parameters where I can change the X and Y values of that object, the width and height, the scale, the rotation, the skew and different characteristics that you have along the top here in the control panel. Uh, one thing I do want to mention is that since I have my resolution uh, smaller than uh, what you have on your monitor, there will be some things that I'll try to work with in InDesign in the control panel, but they won't be visible to me because I've my resolution's too low, and so you'll see me move over into this area every once in a while to pick items. You shouldn't have to pick that. And just to let you know about the that there's some issues here when I'm trying to demonstrate things for you in these tutorials that I, I have less real estate than you do working with this. Uh, so that's the control panel and like I said they are contextual so depending on what tools I have selected and what objects I have the information up here will change. Uh, let's see in this last uh, panel up here, the new panel in InDesign CS4 is what they call the application panel. We already talked about the workspace switcher. I think this is pretty handy. This is now, uh, although it's got a, it's not quite as good as the help. You can type in uh, words. So for instance, I could say object styles. I will learn how to create object styles and it will open up a browser on the Adobe site and tell you how to use the object style so it's kind of an online use of help but you still have your normal help as well again it's still online as well it opens up in a browser so that's available so let me go ahead and cancel that there and then what we're going to do so this is the search for live help you have the workspace switcher then we have here it's clearly telling us we're in InDesign if you select this button it will open bridge which we won't do in these tutorials this is uh, it tells you this the zoom level of your document so if I select 100 it zooms up my document <coughs> this used to be down here in the lower left hand corner of your document in CS3 but they moved it here at the top uh, I, I don't really see a lot of users using that because they usually they'll use the hotkeys to zoom in and out of documents. So I'm not really sure why they changed the location of that. Then we have here the view options, and this is a really handy tool. Uh, instead of having to go into here, which you do very often, and try to pick out of all this list of things, things that you do commonly now, they've created the kind of really important things that you do regularly, and they put them in this own. 
uh, what they call widgets, but it's just a drop-down button or menu. Uh, one that's good is hidden characters, which when we start getting into paragraph styles and object styles, <clears throat> is very handy to have showing so you can track down errors in your paragraph styles. And usually that's not in the view uh, drop-down menu, that's in the edit or uh, type, I believe. Yep, it was in the type menu. The next widget is the screen mode, and this does exactly what I was showing you down there. It goes between preview and normal view. And the last one is arrange the documents, and I won't be discussing that drop-down menu in these tutorials. And that is pretty much the workspace for InDesign. Uh, in these next tutorials, we will talk about creating and adjusting your document, setting up margins and columns, and getting your document ready for putting content in it.